0: Hey guys, uh, I know I've been MIA for a couple of a couple of weeks now, but I'm back, I am here, I know I was supposed to do a Thanksgiving uh, podcast, I had said I was going to call some people, it just didn't work out, I just kind of busy and everything, um, and yeah, and then, you know, just missing out on a couple of things, so I was kind of lazy, I know I was supposed to do one every Sunday, but I'm here today, it's a Monday. Um, and just gonna recap, you know, our Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But, you know, that Sunday I came in and I was like, you know what? There's people that are off since Wednesday. Um, you know, they take that Wednesday until the following Monday of Thanksgiving. They have the whole weekend off. And I wish that was the case for me. But it's not. So, um, whenever I could, uh, take some rest, I definitely take it. Um, If you guys don't know, I do work about seven days a week, and especially right now, it's going to be crunch time. It's going to be pretty hard on me, so hopefully you guys stay tuned and stay loyal and listen. Um, Funny fact, I called the last podcast, I named it Coldplay, and I've got the most um, listens on that. It's not views. I wanted to say views, but it's not views. It's it's listens. Um, And that's funny to me because I'm sure people probably saw Coldplay and thought I was going to be interviewing Coldplay or something like that. Or, you know, maybe when you're looking up uh podcast or something like that, you you look up like what you can look up like on, on uh, Instagram and hashtag like whatever. You know, maybe you can keyword Coldplay and it popped up and people, you know, accidentally listened to it. I think, I think that's what happened. I think that's why I had so many... Um, more listeners on that one it's not that much i haven't hit 100 listens on any of my podcasts but i'm at i think that one's at 78 uh so I'll, hey you know what the numbers keep on growing some of them like this the last one the thanksgiving preview was only nine um so yeah but i know there's a couple of you guys that are loyal listeners and you guys come in and listen to every episode so thank you guys thank you guys for that so news ahead of that is i'm definitely working On This new podcast that I want to do called um, Small Town USA where I live here in Gallup, New Mexico and I interview people that are uh, that also live in Gallup, New Mexico and love it just as much as I do. You know, Um, so if you do listen to this and you're from Gallup, get a hold of me. I would love I'm not excluding anyone. I want to get with the realest of realest people that live here in Gallup. So whether you're the mayor of Gallup Or you're just somebody that, uh, you know, works at McDonald's or something like that. doesn't matter. I want to hear your reasons as to why you choose Gallup to live. Because there's a lot of people that move, you know, move on. And I don't know. I I always, I always, uh, okay, I can't say I always, like, loved Gallup. But, uh, you know, it just, it grew to me to find out that there's no better place for me, you know. And that's, that's my reasons as to why I'm still here. Um, a lot of people I know they've moved and come back or um, whatever, but I, I want to talk to those people that really enjoy Gallup, New Mexico as much as I do. So, and get the story behind why they're here, how they got to get here, or um, why they stayed, why they chose to stay here. So that's that's another podcast. I'm hoping to start that one next year, the beginning of two thousand nineteen. Can you guys believe that we're a month away from uh, a new year? I, it just blows my mind what's all happened this year. Um, so with that, I guess let me not bring it down, but you know, Thanksgiving was the first Thanksgiving that we had without my dad, and you know, I I, I grieve. It's sad. I'm sad, you know, that my dad's not around anymore, but I just, I know he's in a better place, so I don't really, like, you would think, and I, I would I would have thought that I would have been really, like, emotional during these days, but I really am not. Maybe the fact that I have these two kids that are now in my life, um, and I'm helping, you know, I'm raising them, maybe that might have been something that God put in there to make sure that I wasn't, you know, down and... And depressed or anything, but... You know, that takes up a lot of my time, so I don't have time to be sad, I guess. I just have enough time to take care of them, come to work, and go to bed. Keeps me out of trouble. Keeps me from being sad. So... Anyways, yeah, so I got the turkey leg this year. Because that was my dad's favorite part of the turkey, was the turkey leg, and... Uh, so I went ahead and took it this year. So, keeping that Sanchez man turkey leg tradition going um but that was early in the morning well, like around twelve one o'clock we had lunch you know with the family the family house and it was nice you know quick we we all got stuffed and then we were ready to go to bed but then i hosted it at my house like i always do for my in-laws my wife's family and they came over and we we stayed up late, you know, eating, drinking, and playing card games and stuff. So it was fun. It was a fun Thanksgiving. I uh, had to go to work, you know, the following day. So yeah, I think I went to sleep like at one o'clock that night, and then I, um, and then I went to uh, work the following morning. And yeah, it was it was a good it was a good Thanksgiving though. And um, like I said, I just I felt like that Sunday when I came in, I was just like, you know what, people are still kind of like on a mini vacation and why not me you know working seven days a week and although my jobs i i really do think my jobs are the easiest jobs in the world radio and fedex um i i just you know i was kind of just like you know what maybe i'm not gonna be off because i still did the radio that day but um i didn't do the podcast i was just too tired i think i I don't know how it was like two weeks ago but i don't remember what we did that That Thanksgiving uh, weekend that I was tired because I did do something. I did do something that weekend to uh, that Saturday that I remember I came to the radio station tired. And I was just like, yeah, you know what, I'll just, I'll call it in this weekend and we won't do it. And then yesterday, today's Monday, yesterday, Sunday, the first, no, the second, I threw my wife a little birthday party on Saturday, the first for her birthday, Twenty nine her last year in her 20s she's about to be 30 and it scares us both of us i'm like i'm already 30 and it's crazy to me but now she's catching up and it's that's just how life is i guess right we we live in we get old (laughs) and that's good though god bless that we are getting old because together because there's a lot of people that a don't get to have the chance to see their 30s or B have somebody to share these moments with and so that's why I'm lucky, you know. Lucky to have her on my uh, by my side. I'm going to say on my arm, but no, she's not on my arm. She's up by my side. Um so yeah. So anyways, this one we're going to call the North London. No, we're not going to call it the North London. We're going to call it London is Red. So I babbled for a good, you know, 5 minutes. But um It's time to really talk about... No, about eight minutes. It's time to really talk about what I want to talk about. Uh, Another reason I didn't do it was because I was... uh, Well, honestly, I didn't finish. So I threw her a little birthday party. And I had to be at the radio station at least by 8 o'clock to start the show by 9. And I got here at 8.30 (laughs) because I didn't go to bed until 5 o'clock that same Sunday morning. I had three hours of sleep. Um, so it was rough. And the best part about that Sunday morning, though, was, and see, so I can't watch TV here at the radio station. There's not a TV, you know, there's no TV in here. And I wish there was, because the North London Derby was going on. That's Arsenal versus Tottenham. And if you know me, you know what Tottenham is. And if you know what shit is, you know what, Tottenham is. What do we think about Tottenham? Shit. And what do we think about shit? Tottenham, the Spurs. And I'll excuse my language, but fuck you, motherfuckers, the Spurs. <laughs> they just okay. This is an English club team, both of them. My favorite team, Arsenal. You you can listen back to the other episodes as to why I picked that team. I'm currently wearing a sweater from Arsenal right now. They've had a rocky few years. We haven't won the league since 2003. Uh, We're going on 19, so that's what? 15 years ago. How come I can't do the math right now? (laughs) It's not 15 years ago. Uh, Shit, 16 years ago. Sorry, I was off by a number. I really had to stop and think. Why can't I just say it? I don't know. We're going on 16 years without a trophy. Well, we've won other trophies, but without the big main trophy, like with the Super Bowl. And it's not like the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl are, you know, two teams that qualify to play each other. Um, in the English Premier League and most most leagues, not, you know, excluding the North American leagues because they're just whack. I don't know, when you're playing, uh, when your season is during, like, um, international games like that's how you know your your league's not that good (laughs) i'm sorry but like while your season is going you have the best in the world playing like no the best the best leagues in the world have the summer off because they're having summer they're having international league games you know either qualifications or europa cup or copa de america or whatever kind of you know kind of uh Um, games that are going on but it's you know the summertime is when the best of the best play pretty much they play with their national teams and you know like the MLS had I don't know what their weird schedule is but I know that they're playing during these international games it's just crazy to me and I, I mean I really I love the United States but that's one thing that we've gotten wrong in our professional state is our professional soccer I just I really can't even watch it And I'm not just putting down the MLS. I'm putting down the Liga MX MX, because I can't stand Mexican soccer either. It's just, it's weak. It's weak. Um, But I'm here to talk about why London is red. So two northern London teams, Arsenal versus Tottenham, played on Sunday. And like I said, I didn't have a TV. I couldn't watch it, so I was listening to it on my app Guys, I've listened to enough podcasts. I've listened to enough books on audio tape, you know. I can listen to soccer with just commentary. I really can. I can imagine the whole thing, I guess. It's awesome. I don't know. It's a gift that I have. But, you know, I can watch it on TV. I can watch it live, and I can watch it on the radio or you know, just hearing it. Of course, TV, visual, it's probably it's better. But at least hearing it is just as good. I not just as good. I just said it's better to see it. But it's, it's good enough, and that's how I had to hear it this Sunday. I wasn't able to watch it, and um, I was you know, I was in no shape to try to find a place to go watch it and just because I had to come into the radio as it was. So. When I wake up, they're already two two. It's two to two, and I'm like son of a gun. Um. This year is different with Arsenal. So Arsenal had a a manager, Arsene Wenger for 20 years. Since 1996. Uh so that's more than 20 years. <laughs> 21 years. Um they Unfortunately, they 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 let him go last year. Uh they, you know, that last season was his last season. Emotionally, I was sad see I I started watching and um, Being an Arsenal fan You know well into you know his last 10 years More like yeah his last you know eight years of being a Arsenal manager and so I uh, I never got to really witness his best I actually witnessed his worst years at Arsenal (laughs) Um, so you can't dog me, okay? People like to, like, when they ask me what my favorite team is, and I tell them Arsenal, uh, and they just say, oh, you just pick them because they're a big team. A, yeah, they are a big team. B, you know, I just picked them because of a video game, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, or fortunately. But here's the real thing. I stuck with them in the bat because they've yet to really give me the good until 2015 when we won the FA Cup um and that moment was the best moment and you know, I had been following them for almost 10 years and we still hadn't won anything and we finally get to FA Cup you know FA uh, Cup final and we're playing Hull City and they they take the lead right away like quick you know we're 2-0 within the first 30 minutes of the game and I'm like what the what the heck and Casorla, my man, comes in and you know scores the most beautiful free kick I've seen in a long time, and that picks it up, and then Per, I think it was Per Merzacher or Concielli, I think one of the defenders headed in some uh, one of it another goal and tied it up, and we went to overtime, and Ramsey, Aaron Ramsey comes in and scores a winning game, a winning goal, and we win. It. And you know the funny thing about that was in 2015 was my wife was gone or whatever she was out or was it 2014 i'll have to look it up i can't remember right now i had jumped all over the furniture and i didn't even realize it until she came home she's like why are the why why are your shoe marks all over the table and the couch i literally blacked out of emotion because we won a championship and that was years after following up anyways so with that said Arsenal's been on a downhill slope, you know. We've been going down, and it was just time to let go of the old. And, Arson, I love you. I respect you. You did what you could, and it was your time to leave. And so I, um... But I appreciate that you were able to take that and, and, and leave without having them to just straight-up fire you, you know. Um would they have maybe i don't know but he decided what was best for the team was for him to step down and he did <clears throat> then they hire a coach named Unai Emery and Emery i never even heard of the guy well apparently he's coaching PSG which is the biggest team in France with some of the biggest players in the world Neymar Dani Alves uh, who else do they got? Cavani. Um, shit, I think... Not recently, but I think David Beckham played for them. Um, so does Zetlan Ibrahimovic. Um, there's other big names that have gone through that club. So, it's a big team. But I had never heard of Unai. Never heard of Emery. And um, they, they signed them. I had thought that they were going to get another couple other guys. I can't even remember who's in contention for this position for Arsenal's manager, but um that's that's different. Whatever. We got Unai Emery and he's been he he's turned the club around completely. Um, so when I woke up and we're tied 2-2. And I'm like, "Damn. I just I don't want them to lose. I don't think that they'll lose and I don't want to tie either. I'm like, because soccer they end in ties, okay? Unless it's a, ch- a championship. Um, so we're we're at two two when I wake up with what like thirty minutes left in the game. So I'm listening in, I'm listening in and um then Lacassette, Alexander Lacassette that came from Lyon. couple seasons ago uh, or a season ago um, actually came and he scored boom 3-2 we took the lead oh my god I was excited I said I I I feel like we're gonna win but I need one more just to you know just to ease my nerves and almost as soon as I thought it Lucas Herrera, that guy is as tall as I am I'm short 5-5, five, five. and Uruguayan, he scores his first goal for Arsenal. And he's been a m- big difference. He's one of the newest players that we got this last summer um, on a bargain. <laughs> yeah, only about $35 million. That's a bargain in soccer pr- talk. That's crazy, right? But in all actuality, yes, in soccer talk, he was a bargain. Cheap so uh, some, something around 30 to 35 million is what they signed him for and so he goes in he scores the winning goal he strips his shirt you know you get carded for that he took the, he took the card whatever that was his first goal for arsenal and for us that's the best way to get a goal your first goal against shit against a team they call shit oh i'm sorry they call Tottenham and so You know, I'm just kind of, I listen to this, or watch these videos on YouTube called Arsenal Fan TV, and I'm watching and I'm listening to all these guys talking about it. (coughs) And I just, the, the, the pure joy that I'm seeing from all of our fans now, it's just, it's amazing. Because, you know, the last five years, pretty much, that I've been following Arsenal, if not more, it's been split. Half of them wanted Arsene Wenger out, and the other half, you know, had the respect and knew what the man was capable of. Um, so, I was, I was always for the team, whatever was best for the team. I respect Arsene, but Unai has been has turned this team around, and I haven't, I've never really, I don't remember the last time I've seen an Arsenal team this good obama yang alexander lacassette you know we got s- such a good team that masuto sil a world cup winner can't even get on the starting 11 or even in the game that's how good of a team and hard working of a team we've got right now it just it's it's unreal you know and um uh, it's just, I can't wait to see what the future has. Because we've got young kids. 19-year-old Guendouzi. He's playing like he's... And people have said he's the next Iniesta. <laughs> uh, Smith Rowe. He's the next... Uh, oh, what's that Belgium guy's name? I can't think of his name now. But he plays for Man City. Uh, De Bruyne. You know, Smith Rowe. He's a, he's the next De Bruyne. And these are like big, big-name players that these... Young guys that are coming out of Arsenal's academy, well, Wenduozy they signed from a um, from a second division league in France, so that's you know our scouting our scouting has gone way up from what it used to be because, like I said, Lucas terrera never heard of him and getting him on a bargain and i'm serious that's a bargain um, and for him to be able to help us and turn around this team, you know some of these signings. Steiner, we got him for free from uh, Juventus. And even though he doesn't really play much for the Premier League, but he does play, you know, on some of our smaller cup games, um, he just brings that winning mentality to our, to our team in the background. You know, he's more of like a coach, is what they kind of got him for to help coach these guys on not taking a loss, on not putting up with a tie. No, we got to win. And when, so then I I wasn't able to watch it, you know, live, but I, on the same app that I can listen to it, I can watch it, you know, a few hours later, they'll upload it, and so I watched the game, um, and we go up with a penalty, clear penalty, to, uh, Obama Ying, was it Obama Ying, no, it was a hand, it was a hand, see, now I'm all lying, it's a, it was a handball in the box, so it was a penalty, um, yeah, it would have been a goal from Mustafi if it wouldn't been for that hand. Uh so um, you know, Obama steps up to the plate. He scores. Boom. Ninth goal of the season. And I'm excited because we had been bossing the game the whole time. You know, we could see it in in the uh Tottenham players that they were spent. They were tired. They they couldn't you know, put up with what we were giving them. And we score. Bomb. Within the f- first uh, 15 minutes, we're up 1-0. And then, you know, we're playing. We're still controlling the game. And a bad tackle. I'm going to say it was a tackle. Um, They give him a free kick. Tottenham. Tottenham steps up. They kick it. See, I don't know their players' names. They're shit. That's why. Whichever one kicks it, the other guy he taps it in and in all honesty, you know it just kind of squeezed right in. great goal, I guess you'd say, because the goalkeeper was right there, and how it like managed to squeeze between his body and the and the post i you know it was luck, I guess uh he goes over to the to our crowd. And tells them to be quiet, like, fuckers, I'm here, we're gonna fucking win, pretty much is what he's telling them, and Licksteiner, see, this is what I'm saying, he doesn't even, he's not even playing, he didn't even, he was in a big old jacket knowing he's not even gonna play, he's on the bench, just in case, you know, Bellerin gets hurt or something, God forbid, but, um, just in case he gets hurt, he, he's on the bench, um, he goes over there and he starts pushing them. He's not even on the pitch. He's not even one of the players on the you know that should be playing. He goes over there and defends our our fans, and that is some character, right there. Big old brawl, you know, pushing, no no fist or anything, but just pushing back and forth. You know, the guys from the from the bench and the team from you know managers, they all kind of go over there, break it up. Finally, it breaks up. Whatever. We restart the game. And we're still bossing it. Um, they take a breakthrough. And Song. I thought it was Song. It's Sun. Sun. S-O-N. Or maybe it's S-U-N. Whatever. Uh, South Korean. He's and I'm not going to call it a dive... And diving is when you just fall in the box to get a penalty. Um, but we didn't touch him. From what I see is he's running and the ball gets behind him and hits his foot, his, his right foot, and it bounces back and hits his left foot, causing him to trip over himself. This is what happened. So our Arsenal defense didn't touch him at all. It was his own feet and the ball kind of, you know, swept him up and he fell. Honest to God, I've done that before. So I could see, that's why I'm not going to say it's a dive. So I won't on this one blame the player, even though he shit. But the ref, the ref should have seen that, you know. The ref should have seen that the ball got caught up between his own feet and he fell. It wasn't one of our defenders that touched him, so whatever, they get a free kick. Harry Kane comes up, you know that's the England captain, and pundits from england they they talk about him like he's God, and he scores of course it's a, it's a penalty kick. I mean, yes, there's been people as myself have missed pen- penalties, but um, no, it's, it happens very rarely, so unless you're um Ronaldo or Messi (laughs) best players in the world actually honorable mention to uh, Modric even though I can't stand Real Madrid and they're doing very poor this season um, without Cristiano Ronaldo but You know, he did a fabulous job during the World Cup and he earned he earned himself that Ballon d'Or So he's the best player in the world right now, which is awesome. No Messi no, uh, Cristiano. It's a new guy. But he's almost as old as them. so I think this is probably going to be the one and only time he gets it. Because I think it was because of his standout performance in the World Cup where he won this uh award. Best player in the world. And hats off to him. He he deserved it. Anyways. So Harry Kane, he scores. Then we go into half. And this whole season, this whole season, we have not gone into the the halftime with the lead we've either been tied or behind and this time we were behind 2-1 um the the team was just bossing it though i mean i i can't lie they were doing fabulous job they even though we were down they did not put their heads down they knew that they were there to fight for this win so we go into the second half and unai being typical unai surprises us with uh double switch at the beginning of the halftime he took he takes off alexander uh or he puts in alexander like i said for Alexi Wobie and aaron ramsey for um mkhitaryan and so you know i can't say that we really bossed the second half it was kind of give and go on both sides um almost evenly matched but not really we've kind of we kind of controlled the ball a lot more than than tottenham did but we just weren't really getting any chances until that breakthrough. Uh, Aaron Ramsey. Who I think it was Bellerin. Passes it. From the defense. So Bellerin's in the back in the defense. Passes it all the way to the front. Aaron Ramsey. Kind of with the slide pass. Not sly. But slide pass. He slid and passed it. To Alexander. No. Sorry. Obama gang. And first touch. Fucking rocks it. Rocks it into the goal He um, Scores a beautiful goal And The place erupts I mean I'm kicking and screaming in my bed I already knew what the outcome was But watching that goal I'm like Hell yeah baby That's Obama motherfucking Yang You know He is He was one of the He is one of the best strikers in the world Um, Played for Borussia Dortmund uh he just awesome awesome lad. I I love that guy. And he's only been with us not even a year yet. Almost a whole year, but you know, we got him at a later year, age, you know, but hey, he's at his prime right now and we're going to take full advantage of that. So, he scores a beautiful goal. We're up and it's just going great, you know. We're still we're still kind of like controlling the game but not, you know, it's not a shutout. So like I said earlier, I was hoping we need well, at least one more goal. Come on, one more goal. And I know we'll win. They can't come back two more goals. They just can't. So maybe a couple of minutes after that, Lucas Torreira. I don't even remember who passes it to him or how he ended up in the box with it. He's our defensive mid. The guy that we bought from a bar- for a bargain of $35 million. <laughs> Still amazes me that's a bargain. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take a million. I'll go play for Arsenal for a million. Um, he, you know, goes in and he scores. Beautiful goal. He, it's cold now. You know, it's winter time in London, um, so he's wearing like you know, a couple like a sweater type undershirt. But so he kind of struggles to pull his shirt off because most of the time it's just a quick pull off and you're swinging it around. But, so he's running a little bit with, with his shirt halfway off and halfway on and he finally takes it off and slides on the knee slides to our crowd and it erupts. We know we won. We know we've, we've won the, the North London Derby and it's just amazing. It's amazing to be an Arsenal fan right now we've gone, with that game, we've gone 19 games unbeaten, Uh, I don't know what the tally is, I know we've gotten, we had a few, you know, a few uh, ties here and there, but uh, since our loss, our last loss, which was to uh, Chelsea, in which we probably should have won, if we would have just capitalized on a couple of those goals, if not tied, we should have won that game, Um, but that was the one time where Unai got it wrong at halftime. He made a sub, made a couple of subs and it just didn't work. But from there he's learned, the players have learned and us fans are learning to remember those old days of Arsenal and how good they could be. And like I said, to me this is all kind of new cuz it's always been the same old same old Arsenal. We get 4th place and that's it and we don't really I don't really expect more than that. You know a couple of years we've gotten a couple of FA cups and we are now leaders of FA cups I think with thirteen um, and that's awesome I would love to get another FA cup I really do I really love that tournament maybe because of the maybe that's because it's the first trophy um they've won while I've been a supporter but I really do appreciate the FA Cup that's the oldest tournament in the world in football talk at least so if you look it up that's true um since the 1900s, you know, 19th century, I guess is what I meant to say, and Arsenal are the top leaders on that, like, they've got the most trophies from that um, tournament, so I, for me, it's just, uh, it's awesome, I'm in awe, like, they played on Sunday at seven 50, 7.05 in the morning here at Gallup Time, it is now Monday, 10 o'clock as I'm recording this, And I'm still on a high, like, excited about it. That we have won the London Derby. Because for the last couple of years, the Spurs, they've been, I'm going to say it, they've been better than us. Uh, We held them for more than 20 years, I think, staying above them, even if we didn't win the, the... the premier league we would always finish you know on the table the aggregate we'd always finish above spurs and that was just that was just it we always did um they finally overtook us two seasons last season and the season before that uh so two years of them take overtaking us um they feel like the tides have turned Um, they've yet to win a trophy since I've been an Arsenal fan. Uh, I really don't know when the last time they won a trophy was, um, so, for them to think that the tides have have changed, I don't think so, because even though we were at our worst, you know, at our worst, we've won two FA Cups, (laughs) so, even at our worst, and them at their best, they still haven't won a, a damn thing, so... Tides have not t- tides have not turned like Man City have taken Manchester United. That for sure has turned, and we've got Manchester United on Wednesday, three days later. No time to rest, and that's another one. That's another big rival, personal rival. Rival for me is with uh, uh, with the Manchester fans, Manchester team. Uh, they did us bad one year. They beat us. Eight to three, I think. We've gotten some good ass whoopings from them. Uh, They also had like a legend, Alex Ferguson coach, just like we did with Arsene Wenger. Um, So it's always been another kind of rivalry. Not the same as Tottenham, of course, but it's been... Because the Tottenham and Arsenal rivalry are just because they're neighbors. They're both located in North London. um, And so that's why they're rivals, because they want to be... They want to be the uh, the kings of North London, correct? Now, Manchester United and Arsenal have been rivals because they actually compete with each other. No offense, Spurs, but, you know, in the 90s and the early 2000s, who was winning the things? If it wasn't Arsenal or Manchester, you know? They would win it, we would win it. They've got more wins than us, definitely. Um, So, in a competitive way, Manchester's always been our rival. So, we've got two rivals back-to-back, and that's how I see it. And, you know, they always surprise us. They're not doing so good right now. Not doing so good at all. Um, But we can't afford to lose to them. I want to take advantage of the fact that they're not doing good right now. And hopefully I haven't, you know, jinxed us. But I want to get to 20. And then to 21. And then to 22 games I'm being. I want, it, I want it all. I want to go the rest of this year without losing a game. Arsenal, I, w- I w- hope you guys hear this. Um. But I would love to take another three points from, uh, from the game on Wednesday. Where they play Manchester United. And they're playing at Old Trafford. Which is their... Uh, The Manchester United um, arena, stadium, whatever you want to call it. Uh, So it's got history there. There's a lot of history between Arsenal and Manchester United. And a lot between Arsenal at Old Trafford. So let's just hope for another win. um, Because I just, I can't get over this high right now. And I just, you know, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want a tie. I really don't. I will accept the tie though. Um, but i really do want us to win and um yeah we'll see where we finish top four is what everybody's saying i was always okay with top four other people wanted more okay i want more too but uh, top four is where what we had set our minds to and right now we're currently on fourth place Uh, we still have a whole half of a season to go so let's just hope that we keep on going um I I I can only imagine that we'll only get a little bit better from here on out because uh we got the January window coming maybe we'll sign a player or two maybe we won't but uh somebody that will fit into this Unai Emery uh you know the way he wants to play uh yeah, we'll see I, I just I don't know I can't see us going backwards though from here I I I can only see us going forward and hopefully with that win over shit, I mean, over Tottenham, gives us the push to go ahead and beat Manchester United and beat them good. I want to beat them good. If we win, I want to win good. But, you know, I'll take a win, however. Even if it's two to three or one to zero, um, you know, Mourinho's going to put them to defend. He's going to put all 11 in the goalkeeper box and rely on a... uh, Counter attack to to score on us, so we gotta be we gotta be with it, and hopefully we uh, we beat them. And uh, Mourinho, who's a specialty at uh, losing now? Hm, huh? stupid little bitch. <laughs> I can't stand Manchester United's um, coach. I just can't, and he's got the thirty thirty year cur- curse. Uh, every every team he goes to coach he does well in the first two seasons and the third season he goes to shit and um yeah it's it's happening you know it's just it's not a coincidence it's just the truth it, he's jinxed poor guy but i'm glad they haven't sacked him yet they haven't fired him and there he's going to be the coach there for for manchester this wednesday when arsenal come to visit and unai i have faith in him he knows how to break that line and hopefully he can see us uh, win again because I would love, 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 love. And the reason why, personally, it's a bigger rivalry between me and um, Manchester than me and Tottenham is because I think I only know one Tottenham. I think. Just one guy that I know. And I'm going to call you out, man. Angel Jose Angel. I always called you Angel. Uh, Maldonado. I think you're the only guy I know that likes Stoneham, <laughs> Poor guy. Anyways, um, but I know countless people that are Manchester United fans and it would be nothing but pure joy to get on Facebook and put the highlights up of us beating them. Because it's, our time is now, Arsenal. And I'm hoping that we get, you know, closer to the first place than just fourth and with a win over manchester united we will we will definitely pull ahead from them who i think currently are at eighth place um oh yeah and with beating spurs we took their their spot at fourth and they are now at sixth <laughs> or f- fifth i don't know whatever they're now in their in the spot that they're used to being behind us definitely so this this podcast is called North London is Red, Viva La Arsenal, because I am I'm excited, I'm excited right now to be an Arsenal fan, and hopefully uh, I didn't lose any of you guys. Maybe I'll gain a few a few more listeners. Uh, but yeah, that's all I want to talk about today was the fact that we did a, a excellent job on Sunday. I say we. Well, yeah, they they they. Included the the fans as the 13th member, and I was part of it. Um, I was excited. I was hungover. I was tired. But I was fully awake listening to them. And then last night, you know, with only three hours of sleep, you know, yesterday I did the morning show. I um, got off, and uh, we went and hung Christmas lights up at my mother-in-law's. And then I went to move some um, shelves for my mom and um, we did laundry folded it put it away Uh, I was exhausted 9 o'clock comes and the kids are asleep we go lay down and instead of going to bed I watched the replays of uh, the Arsenal game and it was well worth it I'm kind of tired today but you know uh, you can never make up sleep. You're just supposed to sleep when you're you're supposed to. But um, yeah, North London is red. Hope I didn't lose you guys. Um, hope you guys are still with me. Again, I'll I'll let you guys know when exactly I'll start that other podcast, Small Town USA. Um, I'm willing to meet you guys in town somewhere. You know, even if you want to do it on your lunch break, I'll I'll you know I'll make I'll arrange for it to happen. Um i really do i love i love i love gallup new Mexico guys and so i would love but i would love to do nothing but praise it and um you yeah, know put it out there and let people know that we are um we're a good town good good little town and yeah i'm also looking for sponsors if if anybody wants to sponsor local businesses if you guys are listening i'll take any sponsorship uh, and uh, we'll talk, you know, privately on all that, but uh sponsorship and I'll, you know, shout you guys out cuz what better than a local podcaster talk about their local businesses and because we get a lot of tourists here in Gallup and I really hope that uh it reaches, you know, everywhere that people come from and they can, you know, go off of what I've advertised on this uh new podcast. This one no no sponsors cuz No one wants to sponsor this show, the show about nothing. I called it the show about nothing because I had nothing to talk about, like, a basis. Like, the Small Town USA is about the Small Town USA, obviously, right? But this show, I just come in, you know, I started talking about Thanksgiving, and now I've rambled for, I don't know, let me see here. Checking the time. Damn, we're at 45 minutes, so I've rambled for about uh 37 minutes uh, on pure arsenal and so yeah i'm an arsenal fan and i can't wait till i uh get enough sponsors to pay for my trip to go see them in in london <laughs> all right guys well that's it for the show about nothing or yeah it is a show about nothing uh and we'll talk to you guys later